0: Welcome to I Digress, a conversation each week we'll present you with our take on this swiftly changing world. Today we present you with
1: you'll learn, learn, learn more, more from an investment.
0: I'm your host T.C. Lewis
1: and this is Eric Green welcome to our show
0: let's start the show
1: this world has been changing rapidly since march and since the changing of the guard and i would use that other word but it's not been labeled pc so it rhymes with regard but i'm not going to say that it's a special kind of person that is now our president of the united states presently and the funny thing about this person is how we've all become a lot smarter with him and not with the previous president who was a Harvard graduate and Ivy League most intelligent, probably one of the, revered as one of the most intelligent presidents that we've ever had. Would you agree, TC?
0: Yes, I would agree that uh the forty-fourth president of these uh United States.
1: I I digress. I digress on United States. They used to be called the United States, but I would be called them ununited or divisive states of America.
0: Well, in our state of disunion. I mean, that's what it is now. Would you say it was like that when Barack Obama was president?
1: Well, some people think that he was the great divider. But he was expected to do a lot with nothing. And the strange thing about all of this, this is when we started to learn the vocabulary words that everyone uses. Yeah, and
0: audacity.
1: Yeah, audacity. That was, that was his book, right?
0: Yeah. How odd dare you? Is that the right usage? How
1: odd dare you? <sighs> audaciously well the first word that i remember learning was filibuster you remember how long ago that was i didn't know what a filibuster was i thought filibuster was a treat like a special treat a dairy queen or something or a special vacuum just for people named phillips phillips makes dustbusters maybe i don't know that would have probably been a nice brand but i do think phillips does make something that sucks something uh, anyone that makes a good vacuum cleaner knows it has to suck, so that's <laughs> that's a given
0: that's good uh but yes uh use filibuster was a word now you have come up with a whole list of words that
1: yeah well, during the presidency, you know, I didn't think this thing would go past two years now here we are at four years and I talk to a lot of people and people think that it's gone by really slow. I think it's gone by really fast. And I think the fun- it's been fast as well. Yeah, the funny thing about it is, I talk to people and they watch shows on on the daily. They watch reality shows and then they watch shows that try to imitate the uh, politics scandal. And there was a bunch of shows. What was that? What was that? House sh- of Cards. Yeah, House of Cards and all that stuff. I'm, I used to tell my wife, "I'm like, why are you watching that? I mean, the real scandal is is going on. It's it's right in front of you in living color." every day. there's It moves as fast as or faster than what you're watching. So I started watching MSNBC and I was just wake up early in the morning at six o'clock in the morning just to see what else happened and then end it with Rachel Maddow. And I just got addicted to the t- television. And then I started hearing words like deep state, fake news, alternative facts, rule of law, gaslighting, chain migration, whistleblower, dog whistle, foreign meddling, spy gate, collusion, redacting, abstraction of justice commuted sentence which is which is just recent <laughs> unprecedented exoneration HR one, hydroxychlorine, redlining, gerrymandering. I thought gerrymandering was beaver on Leave it to Beaver, but I was wrong. I Uh, thought it was the production
0: plan for the Jerry Lewis telethon.
1: Well, there was. You know what I always thought? I always thought that we should do a telethon for the sufferers of Jerry's curl, Jerry curls, you know, (laughs) because a lot of couches were ruined. (laughs) Yes. I think that's a form of gerrymandering. And also the Jerry very curl. I think a lot of lives and a lot of people were destroyed through that. I think that is yes another tragedy in our culture. I
0: think we should consider that in uh, the list of qualifications for reparation.
1: Exactly. Reparations for cleaning up the upholstery from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And we should have a telethon, you know, mm-hmm. Jerry's kid. If we'd have, didn't use another Jerry because Jerry Lewis is not with us anymore. That's sad. Dang. The king of comedy, the true king of comedy. And alt right? Man, really? that's crazy. Just think of all of that. Alt right. All so, that.
0: Did you see the Charles Bark when Charles Barkley interviewed the guy who
1: Spencer. created
0: the term alt right?
1: Yeah. Davis he says that white people invented everything and Yeah. That's it's their country and
0: they're mm. getting and that we need to, the cultures don't need to mix. We need to just be in our own separate corners of the world.
1: Well, you know, there's a thing about cultures mixing that if you mix all the cultures which by 2047 that's why we're having all the problems that we're having first it was a black president which was apocalyptic to them and you can call it an abomination to them Mm -hmm. caused all this and then with the realization of the population growth of the hispanic community if i'm saying is if i'm using that correctly with that and i think it's probably latinx now no, Latinx is I. I figured out. I asked someone what Latinx. Latinx is neutral, neutrality, sexuality for Hispanic. What? Yeah. Okay. That's what Latinx is. So cognitive dissonance. We talk about uh, how everything's the opposite of Obama now. It's yeah everyone's ignorantly bliss and all these it's funny when i used to back in the 80s i think the last black pride movement was in 1986 when i was in college there were there were these t-shirts out that were black by popular demand and that's when
0: or back the pop, on the black side
1: yeah exactly on the
0: black hand side that's, that's what i'm when, like thinking
1: about. that's that's when we were wearing um cross colors. Uh, Cross colors, those African colors. We were getting rid of our gold and wearing leather, African medallions, but they weren't metal, they were leather. Yeah. So I want to bring up some things here. So I look at a dumb president, and you have this idea of this office that is unreachable by the status quo. You know, someone oh, yeah. is highly educated, probably from an Ivy League school. And what did we get? We got the most intelligent ignoramus ever. If genius was stupid, it would have a picture of, I don't even want to mention his name.
0: Well, we got this guy because America doesn't believe in women. The thing is, it's not even the belief. It's just America knows that women are just as good, if not better, (laughs) at governance But you just don't want to give anyone else power, especially women, because well, if I women think- have if women have real power in society, then that makes them all powerful because we have power wow. over your sexual desire. If we're talking about a what cisgender normative society, you know, negating the fact that there are lesbian, gay, transgender and bisexual uh you know what's the ia plus queer q all of those
1: there's so many of them Mm -hmm. but i'm just starting to learn them
0: and again with the vocabulary though
1: lgbtq
0: i a oh asexual and um i forget what the i stands for but yeah so uh we had this very intelligent experienced, you know woman i would say now because of what I've, I know now, you know, of questionable politics, nonetheless far smarter and more prepared than what we have now. And often. But we chose, now we chose, I guess the system, the powers that be decided that that's not where we want to go with this.
1: I think after Obama, that's, I think that's a hard show to follow. And I think with the history of the Clintons and them being around and Hillary expecting to just assume the position and then for her to decide not to campaign in the so-called flyover states and to make that comment that she made. What was that comment that she made about implorables that really just set things ablaze and then things went sideways. But what we've learned is that the same playbook works in corruption. And as Adolf Hitler did, he was able to find a way to divide and use the same playbook that works throughout history in order to tear the fabric of a country and its people apart. And now we know that lies work better than truths. Crazy people are the most successful, and I'll give you some examples of that. Look at Kanye West.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Look at the great, he wasn't, he was crazy of sorts.
0: It depends Let's, on how you define
1: success, but go ahead. I agree. Well, they be, they assume leadership positions. People have a tendency to want to follow more than lead because they don't want to take on the responsibility, and they like people that come out of nowhere that have traits that are against the grain, like your Kanye or Donald Trump, or even I always consider Prince as a little dictator.
0: <clears throat> I think I think people like shiny things. You know, exactly. if Barack Obama. Obama wasn't as charming and eloquent as he is intelligent. He wasn't all that experienced, but at least he was a politician. If he didn't have such a shiny veneer, I don't I can't say that he would have won presidency. Just, you know, Ronald Reagan, shiny. He was in Hollywood. Donald Trump on television. Kanye West, millionaire. Is he a billionaire?
1: Yeah, he is a billionaire. I think Forbes finally acknowledged that.
0: Yeah, he's got so many... Well, his clothes are so expensive and ugly. He's definitely making gobs, gobs, gobs because ugly clothes. sell. I think it's just the human tendency to like bright, shiny things and something that seems new, especially in the culture that we have now with instant gratification of everything, you know, an old term microwave society. Things happen fast, quick, in a hurry. And if they don't, then we don't want it. If it takes too long, we don't want it. So I think that mindset, it's is part of why also it's, it's another factor as to why we have the president that we have today.
1: Well, we also saw a lot of things happen quickly and get destroyed quickly while nothing was being done, while the country was being used as an ATM machine and turning into a virtual country club. And the thing that r- Trump reminds me of, have you ever seen Cape Fear? Yes. There were two versions oh, wait, of no. it. Go well, ahead. the one with Denier well, was about a, a lawyer that strong that... Uh, incorrectly convicted this convict so that he could just end this murder case or something vacationing in Cape Fear, North Carolina and out of they, nowhere. how
0: would you name a place Cape Fear? oh do That's know. crazy. Was that don't a real know. place
1: or that was just from uh, a movie? Sure. i It was a movie title. It might be a real place.
0: Was it a book? I'm about to look it up. Go ahead.
1: Well, De Niro stalked them because he was wrongly accused because what was the guy's name? I forgot the actor. You'll find his name. But he basically thought that he could hoodwink like a lot of prosecutors can and just in the case and get credit for it and just take some poor stupids, just bury him using the system. And I saw some of that stuff in the presidential dinner where Obama at that dinner was making fun of Trump. You could see him boiling. (laughs) And I equated his character at that point in time with Robert De Niro's character in Cape Fear. Mm -hmm. And dude wreaked havoc and he literally, like De Niro in the film, murdered people and is continuing that murder and is taking a toll on the world itself. Hmm. So you can't underestimate a person's intelligence. And that is for certain. I hope we've learned our lesson.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not even to say that Donald Trump is a total idiot. It's definitely... I mean, but he's definitely a genius at marketing, branding, publicity, creating fervor.
1: Creating fake publicity and creating fake wealth and fake worth. Everyone he accuses people of doing, he is guilty of. That is what all the greatest dictators throughout time have done, or the greatest criminals. The book that came out this week by Mary Trump... Mm-hmm. is an amazing version of how to either really damage someone mentally or to create a sociopath.
0: Yeah, that room. that's the book I should have gotten. Instead, I got John Bolton's book, which is so far just uh, so detailed about what does that office, national security, uh, you know. I'm 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 working my way through it, but I think I might have to drop that and go get Mary Trump's
1: book. Well, the thing about all these Trump books is there's so many of them, and the news. But by, by the time they interview the people that have written the books, you pretty much know the story.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah. it's just like confirmation, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Some of the impressive attributes, even though that he is destroying the country, are very prevalent in successful people. Someone should write you know, maybe it should be me. Write a successful book on the bad traits of Donald Trump. Nothing beats relentlessness and nothing beats a mindset that blocks out reality. That The most creative people are able to be successful because they create an all alternative reality a state where they are the only ones that believe that they can do the impossible it, it embodies the idea of fake it till you make it and no one has done it better and no one will ever do it better than donald john trump or if that is if that's what his name that's his middle name isn't it donald yes. john trump yes he is so great at breaking the rules he's changed all the rules ignorance is bliss he definitely, definitely understands that reality is a formality. Just look at the greatest achievers. Just think of the idea of reaching the moon and landing a spacecraft there. I mean, he's able to do the impossible. He does the most with less. He has the least amount of intellect.
0: Yeah, he, but OK, so what is he doing, though? Like, what, what is his goal? What is his mission in, in being president and having this seat of power?
1: He's become king of the world. He's become a worldwide dictator. He has turned the country and almost the world into his family business. And he's shown how the world works. Not an idealized world, but how the world really works. How a bully can take a stronghold on people and impose his will pretty much rob everyone blind and still be hoisted and still be looked upon as one of the greatest people at least by 40 percent of the country
0: yeah I don't know
1: and uh, I see it's funny how we look at the South and we look at all of these he just basically just states he's the the obstinate one he just always never bows down never shows anyone that he's sweating he doesn't appear to age
0: you think he doesn't age?
1: I really don't. I don't think he's his cognitive whatever is. I, I can't tell the difference. It's scary. It's it's like the monster that you shoot and he just keeps getting up every week.
0: Do you think he's seen He's like 70, right? 70 something.
1: I think maybe Biden may be a more of a <laughs> challenge than this right. guy. Yeah, I think he's so Biden does mix his say weird. I think because Biden is used to having a larger vocabulary, and he's (laughs) just. Trump is just so simplistic and just goes off on tangents and just has no script. He just, I don't know, he's able to pull it off. I just shake my head. And I think the people around him, I remember watching Paul Ryan just kind of just smirk and didn't think it would work, but just shake his head. And they just, it's kind of like a person that picks up a microphone and starts singing in a different style. And you don't think it's going to work, but it's like Kanye singing. And if somehow, some way, because it's new... And novel it works novel
0: that is the word novel another word you add that to the list
1: novel and this thing seems like a novel because who could who could write this even though the script what was is already right there i had to uh <laughs> move oh. my soundboard i'm sorry a little rumble and rumble in the jungle and one yeah,
0: thing. Uh, novel again, going back to you know, new bright, shiny things, just again, this novel coronavirus. And you know, language is important. We have to remember that COVID 19 is the issue, not coronavirus. Coronavirus has been around forever. We already know about it, it was it's been printed on the back of the Clorox bottle for decades, right? We know has about it? coronavirus,
1: yeah. I didn't,
0: it killed. Before all of this, nobody noticed that on the back of the Clorox bottle, it says kills coronavirus. SARS is a coronavirus, MERS. Something else is a coronavirus that we've dealt with. Um, But because this is a new, bright and shiny, not compared to MERS and SARS, but compared to the things that we deal with on a daily basis that don't get this crisis level attention, such as heart disease, diabetes, mental illness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So and just another example of the human condition and our tendency to be attracted to what's new, what's hot, what's popping and really what and what continues to keep our attention because the focus is so heavy in media and government and everything else is whatever it is that's making somebody some money somewhere.
1: Yeah, that you can't get past that. I think what it really revealed and unveiled is the fragility of all of us, especially sp- race, cultures, and people of color that are susceptible to bigger and longer pandemics, which are social pandemics, which is the main pandemic, which we know and don't love, which is called systemic racism. And it's just unbelievable the depth of selfishness that we see in this country just with people not able to just abide by a simple rule by protecting others and themselves and trying to end this pandemic as quickly and as efficiently as possible, but their fragility gets in the way. So we might be wearing masks and this may be our way of life until we develop gills or blowholes and find other ways to breathe without taking air in.
0: I mean, who wouldn't love a good blowhole? Well I mean, that is fun with a beach ball if I ever had any.
1: Well, we have a blowhole as a precedent.
0: <laughs> I want to know what uh, you said a word. You said a word. And I was just about to look it up. But then you said blowhole, and I got distracted.
1: Well, you know, distraction that's the thing. You're talking about small, tiny objects, mm-hmm. short attention spans. Everything has to move, everything's a video game, everything's a production. Mm -hmm. And
0: everything is entertainment. Everything has to be entertaining.
1: Exactly. If it's not a reality show, if it doesn't attract them, if the thing doesn't end quickly, if it doesn't cause drama, which the president knows. He causes dissension and causes, you know, I'll be back in two weeks with a new health plan I just heard today to replace the health plan that he's been trying to destroy and take (laughs) down for the last three and a half years with, with nothing to replace it. Right. Obamacare as we know it.
0: So it's just piece by piece dismantling. I mean, that is really the strategy, you know, right now for what, well, I don't know what we call it, the dominant culture, the powers that be, the all lives matter movement is just dismantling, not in a one fell swoop, but piece by piece, just like how they smuggled drugs over the border. Not all in one shipment, not all in one big truck, by, but by car, Car just a couple kilos in this car, a couple kilos in that car, and that's when you go talk about distraction. That's what what is always happening in terms of public knowledge versus what the government is actually doing. So again, Donald Trump is a master master of distraction,
1: right? He's a magician. It's sleight of hand. He yeah. T- tells you to go look at something else and then he brings up a conspiracy theory and then he has a talking point that everyone repeats and then it goes round and round and circle and circle and circle and then you have to check the facts and he stands by his facts and then alternative facts and then there's so many different news sources.
0: Yeah, and then you're exhausted because you're waiting for someone to say, hey, what you said is wrong, Mr. President, but people are saying that, but somehow it just doesn't matter. It matter. It doesn't matter. And so you get tired and then you're like, why do I even care anyway? And then they continue to do what they want to do. They're going to do what they want to do, they meaning again the controlling forces of society and government, whether you know you want to say uh,
1: white people or the Illuminati, or rich people, or the one percent, the one percent people that make all the rules, the people, black
0: people are in the one percent. That's what I want. To uh, I don't
1: think any. There's a there's a difference between being rich and being, being wealthy. wealthy. I don't know a lot of people of color that are considered wealthy, like on the Cosby show. Rich is when you have enough money to do anything that you pretty much want. Wealthy, and those are people that go to work. Wealthy people are people that don't go, to, have to go to work and their money does all the work for them.
0: There's got to be at least one or two. We just don't know who they are because they're not in Hollywood.
1: They're not the, in music. Well the, well, the funny thing about all of this is everything's a conspiracy. So, which conspiracy do you believe? Which do you not believe? And there's so many conspiracies that I never believe. Now I believe yeah. in conspiracies, but which one?
0: Thank you for coming back to that because the one uh, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the but that Bill Gates like there's some kind of video of Bill Gates telling the FBI or the CIA about uh, how he created a virus that's supposedly is going to, you know, wipe out a certain amount of the population, it's going to be used as population control. Like this whole COVID-19 is because of the plan Bill Gates put, put in place.
1: And they're talking about planting chips in us yeah. as they're giving us the vaccine and all oh, just kind of, who knows? I mean, who knows who to trust? And basically that's what Putin has done. He's given Trump the playbook and Trump is very, very acquaint, well acquainted with Mein Kampf, which mm-hmm. Ivanka or whatever her name is, I get all those names mixed up. Ivana, says that he, that was probably the only book that he ever picked up and read. And he's taken the same poses. I mean, he looks like Mussolini. He looks like the dictator of Italy and he wants to be one of those people. He wants to impose his will. He wants to have military parades down Washington, down, uh down, whatever, yeah, everywhere. wherever the white house is. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and who knows, I mean, how tainted this this next election will be because nothing has been done. I mean, he's he's asking for this and we have all the gerrymandering and then we have the the poll the the tampering with the polls, he's gonna stop the mail-in voting, he's going to limit the polls. If we have the polls, we've already seen it in the primaries. I thought we were going to laugh about this, but gosh, I can't find anything humorous about this.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, the funny thing, though, is that he always says that he's going to do this, that, and the other, or that he can do things that he just doesn't constitutionally have the power to do. Unless he were to go just totally off the wall, declare war, and then, you know, using war the war powers res- resolutions to enact the, a military parade every day in every major city. The way to check the temperature of women for COVID-19 is to grab them in the crotch. Dumb stuff like
1: that. <laughs> well, he's already, already evaded all the social norms with even just becoming the president of the United States. He was supposed to emolument. I always think of polyemoluments like for lotion, But I digress.
0: We got to start giving people definitions. What's emolument?
1: Emoluments clause is what Carter did. He gave up his peanut farming and gave up his all of that.
0: His businesses.
1: And you're supposed to defer them to, I guess, your next of kin and then not monitor from that. Trump has done nothing of that. He's done the total opposite
0: but even if he did, he, the control would go to one of his children and most of them work in the White House.
1: Yeah. And they, 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 they've they turned the White House into a family business. Now, the thing that uh, that I'm really up in arms about and I'm grabbing my forehead, which is huge and like the front of a Buick, which is a family trait. But I digress. We've we I found out we've done little to evolve socially. I mean, racism is al- alive and well. It feels like it's 1968 mm-hmm. again. We've got rioting in the streets. The only good thing about it is we've got more backup from our more socially minded colonistic brethren.
0: The colonizers. Let's give it up. We need to a round of applause. Let's give it up for the colonizers. Well,
1: they're, they're coming around. I mean, they are the posse coming around. And I'm hoping that this isn't just a trend or a fad. Because, you know, you start, you're leery when Black Lives Matters was seen as a terrorist group. And now they're being embraced by corporate America, including the NFL, including oh, Major League Baseball. And you're seeing all of this and you're thinking, OK, are they trying to control this so that they can calm this down? And yes, it's not, that's the fake
0: news. Making all these statements saying we support justice for Black Americans. You support the continual spending of money by the Black community, the largest consumer block in these fair United States. Well, <laughs> Somehow we are, we make the least amount of money on average compared to our white counterparts, yet we spend the most money.
1: We set the trends. I mean, look at the, the whole... Athletic shoe, boom! Now your average, even your average adult that I talk to—that's I say demographic between the age of twenty and forty—they have at least twenty pair of a hundred-dollar shoes, athletic shoes. Who does? Amazing. A lot of people I know, a lot of people I work with, and if it, if it has a spot or splotch of dirt on it, they 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 go out of the rotation. You know, they don't even. People look at your shoes. To see who you are the shoes define your character which martin luther king would is probably rolling over in his grave about don't you find that people have the hottest nikes or
0: i mean yeah i see it
1: uh, amongst some we're people we're playing I work into, with but these
0: are young people and i remember in high school people younger than me and i'm meaning like 20s and maybe early 30s um only in high school not even so much in college, unless you were hanging around that crowd. But only in high school was it ever all that important to have the latest th-
1: of anything. I, th- I think it's changed. It's so prevalent. I People, like, again, people are sheep. They tend to follow people that they look up to. And just like his cabinet. They're bullied by people that set the standards, and if they don't live up to those standards, they don't want to be seen or seen as outcasts. So that goes with shoes too. I mean, you can't be walking around with some messed up or dirty shoes. I mean, when people are defined by their shoes, unless you have the trendsetters, those people yes, you that can,
0: because rich people, the people with the most money, dress the worst. It depends on what's the, the, the environment that you're wearing these shoes in. You, Of course, you're not going to go to a business meeting or an interview in some dirty, beat-up tennis shoes, but you'll uh, go to Walmart in some dirty, beat-up tennis shoes, especially...
1: I know people that would, wouldn't be caught dead in a pair of dirty shoes, and especially now shoes are matched up with suits.
0: Well, I mean, is it's all about what, do you, what are your values? What do you value most?
1: That's severely skewed. I mean, look at all the values that... Look at all the material Realism and all of the stuff that we value and all the fragility that, that I, that's such an overused word. Oh, but
0: that's the word fragility. Let's, what is fragility anyway?
1: Well, fragility is when you complain because you can't have your way. So you're unwilling to sacrifice things because of your privilege. You you can't people you wear surgeons wear masks every day in their job and it impedes their breathing. But it's all for the for the common good. But people that, you know, are used to having their way start to complain about their rights being impeded upon. So they yell and then you get your Karens and then you get these these people that that respond by saying, don't tread on me. And then talk about their Second Amendment rights being taken away and so forth and so on. Those are examples of, and Karen is the, is the 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 painting and the portrait of fragility.
0: I didn't think you were going to bring up Karen's, but yeah, that's what exactly what I thought. Karenism.
1: Yeah, just it's just amazing. It's like people don't want they want their world, they want their cake and eat it. Oh, here's a word that's really good. I wrote a poem about it. Wrote a song about it.
0: Well Here you go
1: tolerant that is when you don't agree with something but you you go along with it you you put up with it and that is the most unloving, unreasonable sort of thing. That means you don't, you're not about embracing other cultures and learning about other cultures and appreciating other cultures and appreciating um, diversity. It's that you're tolerating someone and you're like saying, okay, if I have to.
0: I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm tolerating the dominant culture at this point. If I have to.
1: But that's based on on what you've learned and, and what the treatment is, and especially, I don't mean to cut you off, but historically what we've learned about what has been hidden from us, best way to keep a culture down is to take their history away, tell them how stupid and lazy they are, and then don't describe to them, don't allow them to understand that they were probably the most advanced culture in the world that created civilization. And who am I talking about? Where do we come from? Where's the Nile Valley? Africa. And Egypt, right?
0: Yes. In Egypt, in Africa, on the continent of Africa.
1: Exactly.
0: In the nation state we now call Egypt. Yes.
1: We were here in the Americas, Way before Christopher Columbus, they found, and I hate to say they, but the antiquities that were being dug up, you know, along with King Tut's tomb and all of that stuff. They were finding um, statues of black people and paintings and hieroglyphs. And they are trying to substantiate all of that stuff by saying that it was influenced by European. Meanwhile, there's written history that states otherwise and that even the Greeks and the Romans created their societies based on the learnings and from trading with the Egyptians and the Africans who made their way to the Americas and to Mexico and brought their architecture with them and built the ziggurats, which are basically what? Pyramids.
0: That's what I mean or about tolerating the cosm- yeah, I'm tolerating... The fact that they insist on playing dumb. I tolerate the fact that th- this country is not built for anybody but them. Tolerate. The system
1: definitely isn't broken. It definitely isn't because it was designed to do what it's doing.
0: Right. This. Right. It's, it's fixed. It's fixed to your disadvantage.
1: And we got caught sleeping. My father and my mother were fighting for civil rights and helped fight for the civil rights bill and helped elect the first black mayor in the United States, Carl B. Stokes. See people that are that age to be able to just rest and go someplace else because I don't think that they have the energy to fight anymore. And And
0: Shout out to uh, uh, Representative John Lewis and the Reverend C.T. Vivian, two civil rights icons that passed in, in recent days, both on the same day. Both worked with Dr. Martin, the Reverend Dr. Martin L. King Jr. Bloody Sunday, the day that 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 infamous march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama,
1: which they will name pretty soon after John Nelson,
0: who is so. John Nelson, John Lewis,
1: John Lewis. I I want to call. Why do I want to call him Nelson? John That's
0: okay Lewis. because I kept saying C. T. Vincent. Earlier today. <laughs> but it's Seat John, Representative John Lewis, 30 years in the U.S. Congress, uh, active in uh, civil rights and social justice for Black people and all peoples of the world. Whenever you heard him speak, you can pull up any talk or speech right now and the transcript of such words. And he is extremely inclusive, you know, always pointing out that he's fighting for the rights of black people, but then also the rights of all people, which takes us to, again, black lives matter. Yes, all lives matter, but black lives matter. We have to say that black lives matter because it's built into the system of America that they don't
1: matter. It gets so tiring and the talking points are there. Every time that is stated, then it's stated, well, all lives matter, which is ridiculous because or blue lives matter. And then there's then people are saying, I see things online Worry you of fix your own neighborhoods before you worry about everyone else's neighborhoods. And they don't understand about redlining and housing discrimination and yes. how we've built up neighborhoods yes. and how they were discriminated against and how they were torched and the people and lynchings are still going on and there's parts of the country that still have nightfall rules that all black people have to be out or they will they will suffer the consequences i just read an article about that a, a white person stating of places in the deep south to stay away from and this we are in the next century This is, we're going backwards. We're in a hot tub time machine or something. I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know what I think we should do? We should create amusement parks so that people can live their best lives you know like a virtual Disney World where we're talking about Hale Farm and Village or um, Colonial Williamsburg go be a racist there leave this society the way that it is if you want to go through reenactions and stuff like that have that and then we can create other stuff and you can make money off of it and you can get your rocks off doing that but let society progress as the way that it's supposed to progress so that we we can have our pursuit of happiness like the constitution is supposed to state you sound tired i'm tired of this shit man Mm -hmm. i can't find anything funny about this (laughs) i mean we do have free dumb and i'm not talking about dom i'm talking about Mm d-u-m-b we're giving people free license to be stupid and i tolerate that and you tolerate that but here's the thing how are talk, people who, I, who, 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 runs Amazon? You work for Amazon, Jeff. Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Yeah, man. He doesn't put pay any taxes and look at all the red, the lost revenue for things that could help these cities. And we're talking about, there is no reason for anyone to go to bed without eating. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. There's enough money and material in this world for everyone to have their own home, food, Cl- clothing and employment mm. and employment. Okay? And
1: no one should be pitted against each other and no one should be able to look down on someone or want to look down on someone or to have an upper hand on someone or a knee on their neck, we are seeing natural selection in real time and they are trying to reverse it. That is the only good thing about the pandemic. I hate to say it, even though some states want to go on knowing the weaknesses of some people of color and their ability not to be able to fight off the disease as easily as other folks. So they want to see natural selection take place from their point of view. I want to see natural selection take place from my point of view, as you will see, the red states are suffering politically from their political stance by making mass a political issue. Yeah, but Damn. natural Did selection,
0: they can't, there is no, there's not, what they, what's going on now is not natural. I mean, the, everything is rigged. Everything is set up. To, I don't think
1: so. Yeah, I everything
0: think- is set up.
1: How is it set up? Tell me. Like now, look, conspiracy. It is set up, but I think not
0: conspiratorially. No, in real life, we just talked about this systems of oppression.
1: Oh yeah, but systems of oppression. But if you think about it, if you think you're you're a you're a Buddhist, you've got Buddhist thinking. Don't you think karma will do its magic? Don't you think things will turn around? What goes around comes around, and people create their own doom. People are getting mm-hmm. sickened by their stubbornness, by their fragility, by their being on the wrong side of history, they're getting sick and dying off. Yeah, I mean, okay, speaking from the point
0: of view of Buddhism, it's all about life conditions. No matter what's going on, whatever you're... The condition of your life is, is going to be reflected in the state of your, the environment of your life. So when we talk about Donald Trump, well, I don't know, that's a hard analogy, but I'll just, okay, life condition doesn't just go for individuals, but communities and society as a whole. Clearly, the life condition of society is poor right now. And the poor
1: usually rises up and there's usually revolution and they usually historically go after their oppressors. Some, at some point in time they overcome their oppression. I mean, it's just like
0: anything, anybody that has disease, there are systems in the body that naturally kick in to fight and that's what we're going through now.
1: And also the earth is doing the same thing. Those things are happening. I think we're at a cataclysmic critical mass in thought. We're looking at how our history has been divided and it's been segregated and how it's been used. I like to use the term whitewash. Well, they tried. I was talking before, they tried to Europeanize and whiten. They, our history are the things that we should have been able to look to culturally and use as a springboard and as a, a source of pride to help us persevere to be Americans, you know, it's just that should be embraced that our individuality as well as our our diversity it's like a i hate to say it, So i went to church this fruit salad idea all the juices and all this collaboration makes for a better concoction it makes for a better invention that even the mixing of races uh, although now, the, the now thinking wait, wait, is clouded wait.
0: fruit salad and church are you at a black church or a white church do you know by looking well, at I, the I, fruit I, salad I,
1: I was at a predominantly white church and that means the there were salad.
0: raisins in that salad if you were and it was cold, if you were at the black church, it would be hot and there would be marshmallows in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's true. It'd be all yammed up. <laughs> it would be yammed up. Oh, that's we, we so
0: funny.
1: Well, you yeah. know, well, yeah, let me ask you about Bezos. If Trump becomes president, can you imagine how horrific that would be? I think that would be the downfall of this empire. It definitely
0: You mean be. if he gets reelected?
1: Yeah. Or if he finds some way to con his way with whatever divisive measure. That they or no, out.
0: not if he gets reelected because he really wasn't elected. Um, he was well, chosen
1: okay. by the, yeah, Electoral the Electoral College. College. Yeah.
0: Um, but if he should remain in power.
1: What's the question? Do you think Jeff Bezos will have free shipping, free slave shipping? <laughs> Do you think Jeff Bezos will have free slave shipping? through amazon
0: well if he does it won't be called that
1: and he won't be taxed for it either
0: no he doesn't his business does not pay taxes at so, least yeah at least for the facilities you know i don't you know i'm not a business man but you know i'm sure there are a number of different types of taxes that businesses
1: pay. these business models that are created the brick and mortar is basically gone it's gone and Amazon, where they were doing test marketing of these buildings, which could have worked right now to think about it, where they weren't manned by real people. You were able just to walk in and pick up the stuff that you wanted, your watch, watch by camera. Oh, yeah. I saw and you that. would pay for it. I would not be surprised if that, that reappeared. And also those... Driverless cars that they're still trying to test.
0: But that, especially um...
1: Uber and, and Lyft, they want that to happen because everyone wants all the money. They never want, even Henry Ford, who was a Nazi sympathizer, realized the. Yeah. it's Well, he even realized how important it was to make an affordable vehicle and understand the the importance of the middle class and making affordable products and having a working class so that could buy the product.
0: Yeah, but who was he making that stuff for? Not everybody. Not everybody.
1: Yeah. Well, there were back in the 70s. You didn't have to have a higher education to have a pension and have a nice lifestyle and be able to live in the suburbs. Even people of color were able to do that. And I was thinking of my father's next door neighbor who could barely read but worked at a Ford plant and had money and had vehicles and lived a great comfortable life. I mean, I don't understand why there has to be competition. There's enough for everybody. I just don't don't understand
0: it. Well, I don't know, but my father, who was born in 1950. do. The youngest child of his family, his father died. He, he worked, I believe he worked at, they, he grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and his father, I want to say, worked for in the auto industry. But he died as my father was uh, in uh, entering into teenagehood. And so that income was no longer there. And being raised by a single woman, a single Black woman, didn't afford him the luxury of having a car at age 16, like all of his friends, or doing all of those things Things that were normal that that middle class kids did and got and all of that in the suburbs. They lived in the, in the suburbs. They weren't in the projects or the hood or the ghetto. His father w- worked uh, the auto industry, so they didn't they weren't wanting for anything as long as until his father died. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I just say
1: that. To say. There was sustainability. I mean, you just with, with city jobs, if you're a garbage collector or what bus driver, and those jobs Postal
0: are worker. That's yeah, a good paid, government
1: job. They paid well. You got benefits and all of that stuff. Nothing to, to shake a finger at. Nothing to be embarrassed about. So, here's the thing. I think a lot of good things have come out of this with, this cataclysmic, gosh, I forgot that that saying, but everything's come to a head and it's come to a head in a perfect storm. And which we needed it to have something this adverse and something this alien had to happen for us to be able to bear witness and pay attention. Just like what happened on the William Pettis Bridge. Finally,
0: Edmund Pettis,
1: Edmund pett What did I call it? William William Pettis. He must be is probably a football player or something, William Pettis. And I'm I'm probably going to mix it up with the Edmund Fitzgerald, that ship that was somebody whaling Jennings or one of those guys. Anyway, I digress. So the, the good things that are coming out of this, we recognize stupidity. We're seeing the polls drop. We're seeing people even Republicans finally understand, okay, this is going too far. We can only go so far with this. We're looking at the church and how fundamentally flawed it is, how something needs to be done and how slavery persists. And people are gonna get pissed about that. But if you watch the 13th and understand the 13th Amendment, understand there are no boot strings to be pulled up by or with, and that's so flawed. And so not the truth that there's no way if we keep getting set back, just the voting act hasn't been passed yet, which allows black people to vote. It's not a law. It It takes an act of Congress for every 10 years. and it's not guaranteed. And with the flipping of the the Supreme Court and it being politicized and with Ginsburg being sick again, my God.
0: Look, I'm telling you, first of all, if there was ever a a year or a season where Congress did not renew the Voting Rights Act, if all hell did not break loose in the Black community and the allied community, I am on the first plane. Where
1: are you going? To the motherland. the motherland i'm leaving
0: here ain't no way i'm about to stay here
1: that's probably the only place you can't go to to
0: canada because they're gonna attack canada and take it over
1: there's corruption everywhere
0: yeah everywhere but let me go be around corrupt black people i'm tired of get tired of white people
1: corruption is corrupt corruption so this is the upside let, I do see the clouds parting.
0: And if, I, if I'm going to live in, in the midst of corruption, let me be have, be have it inflicted by people who look like me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just, anyway, I digress. Go ahead. with your, get,
1: yeah. damn, your I think we've come to a critical mass. I think people are willing to admit that things are just sideways, that things aren't correct. 40%, we were seeing how things really were. 40% of the country thinking in terms of the way that they think is just mind-blowing and it makes me very untrusting of people that i used to trust i just I, i i just never thought it would get this way a kid from the 70s going to Montessori school, hanging out with hippies. Just, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm worried about the, ne- the next generation just has to step up because we got caught flat-footed and we got too comfortable. We thought that we could assimilate and fit in. It ain't happening, man. It just ain't happening.
0: It ain't happening. So that's tolerating. I'm tolerating the fact that, look, if I'm going to be here, this is what I have to deal with. And yes, I'm all for change, but I'm not going to exhaust myself trying to push these people to change their minds. I mean, well, if they want to change, they'll change.
1: We need help. We're only 13 percent. Tolerance is intolerance, which is intolerable. And we need to at least protect ourselves. Did you see that black militia that marched up to Stone Mountain? Georgia I said, if if the Klan is going to threaten to kill Black people at 8 o'clock, we're not Black Lives Matter. We're going to respond at 8.05 and we're at your doorstep. I tell you, man, the only thing that'll change gun laws is Black radicals arming to the teeth, just like everybody else. No, only time... For and things change, it's always through violence. I hate to say it, and I'm not promoting it, but it's the violence or the threat of violence. The only way that MLK worked was with Malcolm X. You can get with this or you can get with that. And we've tolerated enough dogs. You can see it in a loop, basically. You can see us getting bit by German shepherds, sprayed with hoses, all that stuff. How long do you put up with that? before you do something. And we're learning about all this stuff, Tulsa, all this stuff that wasn't in the history books. If you read the history books, if you can get a history book or you can get a textbook, we're looked at as the docile slaves that were are better off for being slaves. When they brought us here, it's because we were survivors which we are today and which we are able to concoct and to reinvent ourselves without even being sure of where we actually came from a lot of us can't trace ourselves back to our motherland boy am i preachy you know it's just we should be looked up to as that, and we should reclaim our history and and look at all the the things that we were able to do in this country you know, as inventors. I just learned that, and I think we are day.
0: reclaiming our history, acknowledging and exalting and being proud of our blackness, our heritage, our African ancestry, our Africanness, and and diving into the details of the fact that first of all, we are magical. For one, because we started it all. We all come. Our lineage is the lineage of the entire human civilization. So we can, of course, there's so many more people now that are awake to all of those facts. However, every time that we say that we are proud of something, dominant culture, the colonizing forces, co-opt those things and flip them and either turn them into something negative or make it about them.
1: Now that all comes from...
0: And that I'm talking about popular culture. So what we do in our homes and in our church or whatever friend conversations is one thing, but what we see in the media, on television, movies, the things that really influence the what people think about groups of people that they've never met or come in contact with. What goes on?
1: Well, look at cops. Look at all the police shows that have been on for so long. They're replicating the videos that we see with illegal pullovers or getting someone to admit to something that... How many times have you seen what's Donnie Wahlberg beat up some guy as he as he's detaining him in the back room, the proverbial back room, and he gets him to, to say things that he's not supposed to, and that's accepted societally. When are we going to put a stop to that? And when are white people going to go to bat for us to talk to their uncle at the dinner table and tell them that it's not right to say the Or to talk about people derogatorily and to look at them and dehumanize them and demean them. You know, until that happens, until people, until they go to bat for us as the 13% and the minority, we can do all that we want, but they will, the the script will be Flip just from just little things by being termed the angry black man or the angry woman. You know what we are. They go again.
0: We are like that startup company that gets bought out by the big corporation every exactly
1: every time. That's what happens election time. So now the big thing is uh, reparations. What does that mean? You know, it's some sort of slogan, some sort of thing that attracts you, and then you're forgotten once the ballots are, are cast and they're counted. And then you go to the wayside. But
0: what down. does that actually mean? Does that mean a check, a stimulus check? Does that mean like a lump sum payment of a like million dollars? I think we should talk about that in a future show.
1: Well, you, you saw what happened, in, what city was that that uh, started reparations in Virginia? They said it wasn't specifically in form of a cash, a check, but it was generalized in public assistance programs and housing and stuff like that. Uh, I'm just but glad that's not. It wasn't no,
0: that is not that is, it could not possibly be any type form or fashion of reparations. Again, anything to do with the government, uh, I guess. Well, at the start, it
1: got some buzz. Mm, yeah, and but least- that's
0: that. For, excuse me. That's bullshit.
1: Was it in Oklahoma? I think it was in Oklahoma. should check the facts on that. But at least someone is starting to talk about it. And yeah, that's Oh, if they can... It, it, I hear that every oppressed people are getting paid and getting rep, reprise Reprised. Hey, is that the word? Maybe no. that is. No. Reparated. 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 Or re- operated or whatever. I've, I've heard that that's... Even in the interned Japanese during World War II, they got stuff native americans got stuff
0: (laughs) yeah and we
1: were free labor we were the the thing that created the economy for the united states well
0: first there has to be an acknowledgement that slavery was wrong but again america is built on the fact the alternative fact that slavery was necessary and just yeah, we could go on and on about this. Well, why don't we yeah. begin to wrap this up with something good, something fun.
1: I don't know if this is funny. fun.
0: Well, you got some stuff here. I'll let all of our listeners know that uh, the Eric Green is none, not a person to be unprepared. OK, list upon list upon list. So we got some. This got serious, man. Well, that's all right. I don't know. Do we have any
1: like a, a funny quote or something? Or? No, it's not funny. This shit's not. This shit's serious, man. <laughs> Tune right. in next week. We we've learned more from an imbecile than we did from an eloquent Harvard educated.
0: Yeah, we've been forced to. We've been forced to re-examine the entire history of our existence, which, which is, is a good. good.
1: Thing. I'm glad that we w- were
0: there. It is this. there. Is the the duo in the crown, the silver lining of this conversation. It's a good thing. Even with all this turmoil and strife wasn't caused by Donald Trump, but it's definitely exacerbated and egged on by him.
1: It's a, I love the term critical mass. It's a perfect storm. It's an amalgamation of all the things that have gone wrong. And we're at a point where we were isolated and we had to see it for what it is. And we had to see the people and the players and the characters, the, the bad players, and call them out for it. See the people that sit on the wrong side of history. They're the loudest ones. They are exposing themselves to humanity. Their inhumaneness. Their anus. So you see it's it's flowing now. Feel me?
0: Yes. And I digress.
1: They try to harass us. They try to cast us.
0: Well yeah, I mean that's I a good place. Yeah, that's a good place.
1: What was that show on? Tap the tap. What was the show Drake was on?
0: Degrassi sure.
1: High. Degrassi? Is that too close to digress?
0: It's not close at all.
1: Wait a minute. What's the name of the show again? I digress. Digress. Degress. Digress. See what I did there? Progress.
0: You've been listening to I Digress. conversation about our take on this ever-changing, quickly-changing world that we are living. Through.
1: We're having uncomfortable, comfortable conversations here. Peace. Peace out. Till next week. Bye, guys.